Welcome to the Being Fearless Podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Robbins, and I'm here to help you live your life unapologetically. Being fearless is not about never being scared. It's about being scared and doing it anyway. Let's rock. Hey, you guys. Welcome to another episode. I'm super excited because I'm sitting here with Tiffany Rice. Hello, hello. And before I introduce you to Tiffany, um, she's amazing and you guys are going to love her. I want to do a fun segment that I'm calling the Fearless Act of the Week because you guys know that this podcast is all about getting out of your comfort zone and going for it. So each week I'm going to tell you either a little fun tidbit that I did to be fearless or that somebody that, you know, one of my clients did to be fearless. I'm not going to name names, so don't anybody get scared. Um, but this week's fearless act is, you guys know I think that you should have a bucket list. You should have a yearly bucket list. You should have things that you're shooting for. And this year I decided that on my bucket list, I was going to do a Spartan. And have you ever done a Spartan? Tiffany? I've never done a spark, Spartan. And I'm, it makes me so anxious thinking about it. Oh my God. It, it makes me anxious it brings, too. It brings me back to my old high school days of getting timed for the two mile run. Oh my in God. Field yes. Hockey. Like yeah. how many, how many pushups can you do in a minute? Like oh, all that stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. So we're having high school flashbacks, but for whatever reason, I've been really called to do a Spartan. And you guys, I'm signed up for the Fenway Spartan. In November, I committed 11 months. I have 11 months to train Oh my gosh, you totally got this. Do you you want to do it? No. I will definitely be a cheerleader from the side, but um, know that my spirit is with you. Right, I know. It's not for everybody. There were so many people that were like, that sounds amazing, you should do it, but I don't want to. And there's a difference, I think, between I don't want to and I can't. Like, if you don't want to do something, I fully support that. But never say you can't do anything because... Yes, you can. You just need to believe. It's a choice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a choice. And if you don't want to do a Spartan, that's okay. Um, I'm going to do one for both of us. Um, okay, so that's the fearless act of the week. And now, you guys, Tiffany's awesome. We met a couple of years ago at Comic-Con. Yes. Right? It Actually, was, I feel like, it, oh no, it was, it was not even a couple of years ago. It was years ago it, when yeah. I first started coming out to do the Comic-Con. Yes. So, so tell them what you do. Tell okay. them who you are. Well, I am Tiffany Rice and I'm a spirit medium. So a spirit medium is someone who communicates with people that have passed. Past loved ones, friends, family, pets come through too, which I absolutely love. And that's what I do. I opened up a shop back in 2017 in Bridgewater, which is South Shore, Massachusetts. And we offer a bunch of different healing modalities. I do my small gallery reading which that's all about bringing a lot of people, not a lot. We pretty much just do, I call them the intimate gallery readings, which are 20 people. And I go around the room bringing their loved ones through. And then I do the private readings. she's amazing. (laughs) I've seen her go. Like I truly didn't understand what you do. And I'll be honest, I don't understand how you do what you do. Maybe you can give us a little bit of insight on that. But I watched you work a room once and I was just like, and you just picked up on people's things. And I was just like, it was so fascinating to me because I do, I am a believer in all of those things. And I remember you did me a reading, you did a reading for me and things came through that like, you guys, you know, I know there's probably some, you know, non-believers that might be listening right now, but Tiffany is definitely the real deal because there were things that she should never have known that came through. And it wasn't like, 
oh, there's somebody in your life with the the letter T in the name. Like, it wasn't like that. Like, you actually had names for, you know, these people. And it was just so magical to see it. And I just watched her go around these room and, like, these are emotional moments. Like, how do you manage that? They really are. Well, because the majority of people, you have the people that come to me because they're very curious. They just want to know what it's all about. And then you have people that are in their stages of grief and they do really want to connect with their loved ones. So you have to be able to have that professionalism when you're giving that information. You have to remember that there's somebody across from you that is grieving. Yeah. So it's so important to have that bedside manner. Oh, of and, course. And secondly, you know, you're the conduit. You're. I'm going on what spirit tells me. And it's usually information that you may not want to know, but it's definitely information that you need to know. Yeah. So, you know, you have to be all hands on deck and really be, you know, conscientious and mindful of the messages that are being brought through and also how your recipient is actually handling it as well. Because it can be super, super, super deeply emotional. Oh, of course. Yeah. Like I want, when you did, um, and I've seen you work a couple of times, like, these people get so emotional and like, I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that you are an empath and you are feeling these feels like, how do you manage all this energy in one room? It's crazy. It's literally as if I'm standing in the middle of New York City, right? So imagine standing, or if you guys haven't been to New York City, imagine going to a very busy city and just standing in the middle and just, you can hear all the chatter. That's what it is. So basically what I do is I pick up on the loudest chatter and I start with that. So when I do the gallery readings, I'll pick up on the loudest talker (laughs) in spirit. (laughs) I always say the spirit, the spirit bus comes and that's, that's who comes through. So, um, so I start there and then it just kind of starts to have that domino effect where other spirits start to come in. And then some of the really loud spirits will step aside. So we have some soft spoken spirits that come through too, which is also really, really nice. So one word of advice that I would tell people, especially if they're very interested in getting a reading, if you're nervous, you want to know what it's all about, go to a gallery reading. And that way, you kind of get the idea. You get to see other people receiving messages. And that's not one-to-one. That's it's, like that's It's a the group, group reading. Okay. Yep. Obviously, I would stick to trying to do this um, smaller amount of numbers. Um, and also, you know, that way, if you do not get a reading... It doesn't mean that your loved one isn't here. It just may not be the right platform, but at least you have a better understanding. Yeah. And then if you are interested, like, okay, I'd really, hopefully somebody comes through, then maybe get a small group, maybe a private group reading together. Maybe you're surrounded by people that are in your support system, whether it's family or friends, and then the medium will probably be able to spend a little bit more time with you. But if you're really looking to connect with someone, go for a private reading. And, you know, another thing, too, do your research on mediums. Please do your research <laughs> well, on mediums. that's what I'm saying. Like, yes. not all, like, you I know are the real deal. Like, I've known you for a long time. I've watched what you do. But I know that that's not always the case because I have... Um, with friends, like if you go to Salem Mass, like you can spit and find somebody that will like read a tarot card or say that they can, you know, find right. these things. And I think like that's the, is taboo the right word? Like it's almost taboo around it where people are like, oh no, like they may not believe because, th- you know, there's like that fake stuff that you see out there. Like how right, do you combat readings, that? The cold like, readings, you know, I mean, that that's why I say if you, 
first of all, yeah, there are tons of psychics, mediums, tower readers, dime a dozen, right? So if you do your research, do your research. Do they have a web page? Are they on social media? Do they have reviews or have they been featured yeah. maybe on a radio station or a TV or what what have you? Like what what's yeah. What are they? What, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> I lost my mind. Sure, I know. Um, but, <laughs> Squirrel brain. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But you know, like, look at what they have in their background, yeah. right? Don't just so don't just go to some like because they say yeah, random person. Like, know who you're seeing. Exactly. Now, how did you get started doing this? Like, what I guess what makes you qualified? I don't know if that's the right word, but like, how did you learn how to do this? Is it something you were born with that you were just like, I'm hearing these, like I hear this chatter or is it something you trained to do? Well, I always had a sense of knowing. And, um, I mean, I can remember at a very young age going to my boyfriend at the time, his baseball game and actually seeing him hitting a home run in my mind's eye. And I'm like, oh, he's going to get a home run. And then he would. And then, um, you know, certain life events brought me more into really focusing in on the holistic side of things. You know, I I became a Reiki master, which Mm -hmm. that's Japanese energy healing uh, back in 2008. And then from that point on, I started to really hone in. Like I would experience, I would go to crystal classes, I'd go to angel card classes. And so you were just really curious. I was of curious all of this, what was going on. And then I ended up taking a mediumship class. And from that point on, that was pretty much when I found that purpose. And that purpose was to be able to connect fairly easily, which I had no idea I was doing already. Yeah. So that happened, and I continued on living my regular life, working my full-time corporate job. And, um, I started doing readings on the side for people and, you know, friends and family would come to me and I thought it would be fun. And then their friends started contacting me. So then it started to grow. It was all by referral. So the information that people knew that I was a spirit medium started to grow and people wanted, it was friends of friends of friends. So now I'm thinking, okay, so this is what do I do with this? What do I do? Yeah. How do I, how do I make this I was, into a business? Exactly. And I, I have to say, I've watched you over the years and I've watched you grow in the last couple of years, like with your shop, you guys, she is a business development master. Like she Thank really <laughs> needs to be teaching classes in this because she has figured out how to grow a business on just like, I don't trial and error, I guess. It like, really and is. And referrals. Like, <laughs> yeah, it is. Honestly, it was all referrals. And one thing that I, in the beginning, I never said no. I never said no to anything. I, I can remember. So I did a ton of paranormal stuff because I, I okay. love paranormal. And so Meaning I did. Meaning like, like going to see haunting places? Yes, or like, going to like haunted locations. Oh, and, fun. And I would do readings on the house and then historical societies found out I was starting okay, to do this. Okay, hold on. Back up for one yeah. second. Yeah. You can do a reading on a house? How yes. How does that work? Well, energy's energy. Okay. So it's the same as when I do readings on the radio. I can communicate because energy's energy. It doesn't okay. matter. Um, so, so like what are you, like what's a house going to, like, What's a house going to tell you? So, for instance, I was, a historical society had me come in. And usually, because with the historical society, you're like, okay, okay. So, she knows the town historical society. There's different locations. She probably looked it up. Okay. But they meet, (laughs) they had me meet them in this, um, this 
neutral location, I guess you can call it. So we meet in this neutral location. They bring me to this building, and it's actually a home. And I start walking through, and I start getting this information. We end up in this one room, and I'm looking at the historical society because there was a group of them. And I said, I'm, I'm acknowledging the name Charlotte. Charlotte's here. And she's just, she's so excited. She's saying, thank you, thank you, thank you for helping me. Thank you for getting my name out there. I go, and I know this is weird because I know this house is old and we're, we're dating ourselves back to the 1700s. But she's actually showing me, and I looked at one person in particular, and I said, she shows me a stack of books on your passenger side seat and she wants me to tell you specifically thank you and the woman looked at me and she started crying and i of course i'm like what i really want to know who charlotte yeah i'm like oh my gosh who's (laughs) i'm like oh my gosh what what happened and she goes wow she goes this is charlotte's room and i've been dedicating my time and effort into learning more about charlotte's life oh my god i actually just got chills like <laughs> like i actually well, just got chills and i wasn't even there like i don't know how right like that's amazing and the thing is is it wasn't like the house of charlotte you know like it wasn't <laughs> it just was a room it, that she had it been was in. a room that this one young girl who was part of like all these generations of families like it it's really hard to find information about her. So that's why this one person was really kind of dedicating herself into really learning who Charlotte was. So for them, I was able to, they bring on the factual side. So the house actually brings the the um, spirit energy. And the emotional I was thinking it was like house energy. Like, I don't, I'm not really sure what I thought actually. That's, (laughs) That's really cool. You know, and one of the most active homes that I actually did a reading on was only six years old. You know, we always think, oh, oh, it's this old decrepit home. No, it, it also depends on the land that it's on, too. Yes. So there's a couple different components to actually really figure it out. Yeah. So that, that's what I find pretty interesting. But, you know, once I started doing that, I really focused more so on doing the private readings. And then I got asked to do my own cable show in Wareham, Mass, which I did for three years. Oh, fun. And I was a host. It was called Spirit Connections with Tiffany Rice, which you can find on YouTube, guys. But um, Spirit <laughs> We'll Medium. link the show notes. I'll right? put a yeah. link in the show notes oh, gosh. for you guys. It was so long ago. <laughs> but that was when I was really getting out there, and that's when I met you, Jackie, because yeah. that was when was I first... Was that when you met me? That's when I first started okay. doing these like smaller con- like conventions, and, you know, and it was just trying to spread the good word, you know, getting yeah. it out there. So it's not all about like this mystical... You know, connecting with spirit isn't always scary and mystical. It it really is healing and comforting. Yeah, it is. Like, it absolutely is. And you have a pretty fearless story, or at least I think so, of how you did it. Like, can you tell them, like, you know, we always talk about, like, you have to be all in, you have to go for it, and... Tiffany truly does embody like a person who was like, I have a gift. I'm going to go all in. And you just went for it because you knew that you weren't meant for what you were doing. So can you tell, like, tell us how, how did you make this full time? Like, well, get, give us a little bit of your fearless story. You know the one I'm okay, talking about. Okay. <laughs> so I, I had to really wait for the universe to like knock me on my butt. Like that, that's, that's how it always that's is. pretty much like, it. So. So, you know, I was at a corporate job for nine years. I was in a marriage and um, life was pretty complacent. Like everything was okay. I wasn't happy with my job. I wasn't, the marriage was okay. You know, everything like, was just 
okay. Like yeah. there wasn't anything spectacular. You were just sort of and you knew, going through the motions. Exactly. And yes. I knew that there was something more. So fast forward a few more months. And by this time, just so we're clear, I had already, I was already a Reiki master at this point, And I had already started doing some stuff with my mediumship. I wasn't doing it full time. But I knew that was what was creating my happiness. That's what made me absolutely happy. So... I will never forget it. March 2010. That's when it was. But I ended up losing my job. I got laid off from my job March 2010. March 2010, my husband at the time asked for a divorce. Did you see that part coming? Well, you know... Like, either one of them. Did you see any of it coming, or was it like a ton of bricks just hit you? It was the universe. There were certain signs. But you weren't looking for them. I didn't want to look for them. Yeah, that's how it always is. Yeah, I didn't didn't want to look for them. The signs are there, but we're not... We're going to ignore them, and like, you guys, I want you to think about what you're doing in your life. What are you ignoring? Right. Because both of us have stories where we ignored things until life hit us with a ton of bricks, and we had to deal with it. Absolutely. And that's the whole thing. Like, you can call it fearless, you can call it heart, whatever it may be. But yeah, I woke up one morning and I realized my marriage was dissolved. The job that I had for nine years was gone. I got into my first car accident. So I totaled my car. So I had no car. Oh, the so the house, you with, <laughs> the house that the I, <laughs> I saved all my hard work and money for, you know, was my ex-husband's house he grew up in. So I wasn't going to take it from him. No. Nope. That would be ruthless. Yeah, so, yeah. So I woke up with nothing. And I remember waking up in my old bed that I grew up in. Grew up. Yeah. Grew, so old you went bed, back to your parents' Went house? back to my mom's. Okay. And I remember her answering the phone because now my old bedroom was her office saying thank you for calling blue cross and blue shield this is jr speaking how can i help you so i was like wow this is my life and so then i had to build and i had to really dig down deep and do some healing i had some trauma therapy i needed to do on my own so i took it upon myself to be committed and accountable for healing what was happening and through that i did baby steps i knew okay what's the next step I need to get my own place. Great. How am I going to get my own place without a job? So I was able to get this little job that gave me insurance and gave me just enough money. I always say I was in the best shape of my life those years because I couldn't afford to eat. Like, <laughs> that's <laughs> terrible. It's so sad. I understand, so sad. but that is terrible. It's so sad. Like, you know that on the side of a pasta box where it says one cup serving? Well, I would literally would do the one cup serving. And then I can remember going to Dunkin' Donuts on my way to this job that I just got that didn't pay much. Um, I went and got a coffee and I gave them my debit card and the, it was what, $2, 60 cents, something like that. And my debit card got declined. Oh God. And I've since- been there. <laughs> oh, and you just, you want to ball your eyes out. Like you don't know whether to say like, oh, that's yes. a mistake. Like you don't know what to do. And you're just like, I can't afford a $2.60 coffee. Right. And thank heavens for the girls. They just looked at me and they were like, it's okay. And so I got the coffee. But that was... Kindness of others. Exactly. So that was a huge wake up. But I realized I needed to be able to have this job that I had just mentioned. Even though it wasn't like a huge paying job, it gave me the flexibility to really build what I needed to do, to do what you were myself. passionate about. Like exactly. it was your, your stepping stone. Exactly. Yeah. I think too often people want what they want right now, which is great. And I'm a big fan of the baby steps. Like I always tell my clients all the time and myself, I'm like, 
baby steps or still steps forward. Even if you're going at like a slow pace, it doesn't matter. But I think it's hard because sometimes, you know, you have those people that are in like these jobs that they don't like, they feel stuck at them and they don't know what to do. But there's also a level of you need to be grateful for what you have right now. And you were truly grateful for that job because it gave you the flexibility and the money to be able to explore what you wanted to do and get my own place and exactly and so you know I ended up staying at that job for three years because it got to the point where I was getting so many inquiries and I had decided to rent uh, office space and so I said okay well if I fail, I fail. I can always go back to this job. How and scary it was, was it? It was so scary. Like but that, it, it was to so quit your job, like, and be like, okay, I'm going to do this. Like that is a, that's fearless it right was, there. Yes. It was so scary. And I was only with that job for three years. And, um, so I quit and I remember just thinking like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do with insurance? What am I going to do? Like, what if nobody wants a reading? But I knew deep down that I was with all the healing that I've done on myself, um, I knew that I was resourceful enough that to you move would be forward. able to do it. Now, yes. so did you have like anything like saved or are you just like, did you have like any type of cushion at well, all? You know, or was it like, I'm going to bet on myself and that's that? So, you know, it's funny that you asked that because I really didn't have anything. I didn't okay. because I wasn't making a lot. However, my grandmother had passed away. Um, in March, she had passed away. Not in March. She was March. Not in March. Okay. March is like your month of right, right? torment. <laughs> so she had passed away. She passed away May 2012. And she had left a tiny bit of money. Um, what she had my, you know, it was divided. And so I got a little bit of money. So she helped and you a little. So when I got, we're going to rewind this for a minute. So, <laughs> so when she passed in May, that's when I got my office, which was August, 2012. Mm-hmm. So I got my August, my, my office in August, 2012. I was able to use my first and last for my rent for my office through the money that she gave me. And then what was left over, which was not a lot I was banking on when I gave up my job, okay. th- which was the following May, 2013. So 2013 was May 31st, 2013 was my last day working for somebody I, else. I gotta be honest. Uh, you know, I preach so much fearlessness, but I would have shit my pants. I would have been like, oh I my so God. Scared, yeah. <laughs> I was so scared, but I thought, I'm like, you know what? What am I going to do? Am I going to wait till next year? Like, I was already to the point where I was just getting so many inquiries. I was getting in trouble at work because they're like, <laughs> why are you always on your phone? And then I was getting annoyed at them because I'm like, well, I have this job. I have blah, something blah, blah. better that yes. I want to be doing so is what this boils down I gave to. A, and let's be real here. I gave a two-month notice. It wasn't like, I'm out of here, guys. Like, I gave a two-month notice because I was so anxious and and leaving. And so I made sure I was ready. And I haven't looked back since. You know, fast forward to July 2017, I opened up my own holistic shop in, I mentioned earlier, Bridgewater. So, you know, now I have a home to go to to do my readings and to do my workshops because I teach intuition classes Mm -hmm. and meditation classes and and everything 
of that nature. You know? So you've really evolved over the years. I mean, you took this amazing leap of faith and I got to think there was that fear in the back of your mind where you're like, what if I fail? How did, so that's the biggest thing that I think people really struggle with myself included. Like I will tell people all the time, what if I fail is always in the back of my mind. How did you push that inner critic of like, what if I fail? How did you, I don't know, tell her to fuck off. Cause that's what I do. <laughs> you know what? You know what? And, and a lot of times we doubt ourselves cause it's all about money. And, and so I always say you have to really release all doubt and with money, they're going to keep making more. There's yeah. always going to be another thing. And that's what I thought. I'm like, well, if it doesn't work out, I have the resources to be able to, to do something else, you know? And, um, but I knew that I was given this opportunity and I was going to go ahead and do it. And, you know, I talk about manifesting, like you have to think about it. You have to believe it. You have to believe in yourself. Yes. Like this is, it's all on you. You're not going to find any other love or no one's going to love you more than you love yourself. Absolutely. And if you really put yourself in that spotlight of, yep, I can do this. I am Wonder Woman. I am Superwoman. So whatever you, you want to be. You have to take those negative thoughts and you have to just... They're always going to be there, right? Like, there yeah. are probably days where you're like, oh my God, what am I doing? Like, there are probably days you doubt yourself, but you're, you have to come through with like those positive thoughts. Absolutely. And you have to turn it around and not get stuck in that negative. Well, right. Mindset. I'm human. So we always yeah. have oh, yeah. these, yeah, we always have these feelings. And I would be like, <laughs> kidding with you if I if I said no oh God, everything's there, I don't great. think there's yeah. anybody out there like even right. like the most successful people like you look at like su- successful like actors and actresses and stuff like that and I can't think of a good example right now of somebody like I think there's a basketball player that was like cut from the high school team and then went on to like go to the NBA I'm forgetting who it is but like you look at those moments and you're like how did you get through like that fear of failure? How did you keep going? And I think it's just telling yourself like, let's go. And I know that like, I enjoy telling people, okay, if you fail that that's okay. What next? Like, what's the worst thing that could happen? Right. Like you said, like you said, if this doesn't work, I can go back to this job or I can get another one. So like you actually laid out in your mind, okay, Failure is always an option. It's always something that could happen. We hope it doesn't. Um, But we shouldn't fear failing because I bet you learned some things. Like, there's got to be a time where you're like, oh, well, that didn't work. Oh, absolutely. 2019 was all about me staying in my lane and really focusing. What do you mean? So, staying in my lane, what I mean by that is... I was, okay, so I have the medium stuff that I have going on. Now let me do this. And like, I really wanted oh, to kind of. you tried a lot of different I was, things. I tried to like branch off and okay. kind of get a little crazy with my stuff. And, and it really didn't work out in my favor. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? Like whenever time I wanted to like do something different, it, the universe was like, no. Just, That's not just where do you're some supposed me- to yeah, be. You're supposed to be doing this. So that was, uh, 2019 was a huge year of learning for me. And it's not that. You know, I, I won't go and ex- try to create more things. I do. But at the same time, it's really important to me to live my true authentic yeah. life. Do they, and does that's exactly feel what it right? was. Like, right. sometimes I think there are things that we force. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't know if you struggled with this, but like, it's like, I think I should be doing this. Or this is what 
society, and I'm using the air quotes because you guys know how I feel about society, but like society has placed all of these, you know, things on us where it's like, it's socially acceptable to do all this. And I think sometimes we get stuck in what society is telling us to do or what we think we're supposed to do, but it doesn't feel right. Like you knew your corporate job, like it didn't feel right to you. And I think a lot of people know deep down, if you actually listen to your gut guys, your gut is never wrong. And I think Tiffany just does a great job of like listening to your intuition and just going with it. But I think a lot of times like we see the red flags, we have the pit in our stomach, but we're complacent. Like you said with your former life, you were complacent in your job. You were complacent in your marriage. Everything was just okay. And I was going on a fear-based notion. I mean, I was scared to leave my job because I dropped out of college. So I dropped out of college and I was making great money at my job and it gave me great health insurance. So I didn't want to leave that. Like how, how would I go get another job making the same amount of money because I don't have a college degree. So you you sold yourself short. Yeah. Like, because you know what guys, I don't think, first of all, she's living proof you don't, but you don't necessarily need to have a college degree or a bunch of letters after your name to be great and do great things. And I think people get hung up on that where they're like, well, I'm not certified at this or I'm not that. That doesn't mean that you don't have value and that you don't have things you could offer because... I mean, this woman has built a thriving business, is a very successful person, and she doesn't have a degree, and yeah. are we judging? Not even no. a little. Yeah, I mean, I I was lucky enough, I was featured in Money Magazine. Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah, I went out to New York, and they filmed me, I got my hair and makeup done. Oh, I, so. <laughs> I remember seeing that, and I was like, oh yeah. my god, she looks so gorgeous right <laughs> so, now. So, I mean, it really is like a testament when you're living your true authentic self. And you know, I know we've focused a lot on today's podcast about like career, right? Yeah. So it's always about career, but it doesn't have to be guys. It can also be about how you are being fearless, living your own authentic life in your home life. You know, being a good mother, being a good friend, being a good daughter, being a good person all around. That's almost better. You know, I think that's better. Like, I I think the goal in anybody's life and a lot of what I see is, I mean, I, I don't like fake. I, I can pick fake now out like, um, nobody's business. But I think a lot of what happens is, and again, it's because society has put all these rules and labels on us that we just want to fit into that box, but we're not living our true authentic life. Like we're not saying what we want. We're not asking for what we want. We're not making it clear. Like, I mean, I'm not a mom, but I know how hard it is like, you know, to run a household. And I think so many people are just holding back all of these things because they fear judgment. Fear. It's just fear. It's always, it's always fear based. Now I got to think that during your journey, you've had people that were scared for you. Were there people in your life that were like, oh, what are you doing quitting your job to do this? Like, were my there mom. People- <laughs> my oh, mom. my God, yeah. your mom? My mom was oh, super, wow. super. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and still, I mean, I think now. <laughs> now she's, she's good? <laughs> she's finally getting the hang of it. Oh but she still gets a little nervous, you know. Because her generation is just, you go and you work at your company for 30 yes. years. And then you retire and... And you that's know, what you um, do. And that's what society told her to do. So that must have made her so nervous. Mm-hmm. And I think it still does make her nervous. But now that she sees my shop that's yes. been open for a few years. And, you know, I think she kind of gets it. Like, okay. okay, I get it. I mean, I have a clothing line out. So she's 
helps me which we're both wearing yeah. right now you <laughs> right? guys are gonna see a picture of us when i put this up on the um when I put this up on the site or whatever, um, but we're both wearing her clothing, and <laughs> also she has the most fabulous hair of anybody I've ever met. Like, um, her hair is like, she has like the big hair, don't care, like, it's fabulous. It's like, so big right now, <laughs> and I always wear it in a bun because it's a hot mess express. <laughs> Which is but. fine, because it's life, but like, yeah, I'm going to link in the show notes, like, your... um where they can follow you and stuff like that and your shop and because you have a website yes. and you can get the clothing and stuff there, which is awesome. Yep. You can go to my website, tiffanyrice.com. You can also find me on Facebook, Spirit Medium Tiffany. My shop is the shop at 200 Elm on Facebook. And then also Instagram is Spirit Tiff. Twitter is Spirit Tiff. And then also the shop at 200 Elm on Instagram. Awesome. So. And I am going to put all of that in the show notes for you guys. Um, I just had another question for you and now my mind just went blank. Um, okay. So you were talking about like manifesting your life and doing all of that good stuff. What would you say to the person who is feeling the fear, feeling the fear and feeling stuck and they're just dreaming of a different life? What advice would you give someone for that? I would start by really being honest with yourself and where you listening to your gut on where it is that you want to be. So for instance, say it's okay. I, I want to see myself in this beautiful home. I want to own a home, my own home. Yeah. Okay, great. So what we're going to do is really start focusing, setting our intentions and being very crystal clear on what your home is going to look like. I and told you I manifested my house. Yes. Like, yes. and I told the, like I told them, and it's funny because I think that with the stuff that you do and with the stuff that I do, I think there's a lot of non-believers out there. Mm-hmm. So I think when you say to certain people, um, you know, when I've said to people like, oh, I manifested my house, they're like, oh my God, that's complete bullshit. And I'm like, no, 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 you guys don't understand. Like I was writing in my journal that I wanted a yellow house. Yes, you guys, I wanted a yellow house. Yes, yeah. I needed at least two bedrooms because one of them needed to be a workout room. I got three, so thank you, universe. And you guys know, and I'm sure you're hearing her right now, little Piper has been like jumping on us this whole podcast, but I wanted a little fenced in backyard for her. And I think what you put out into the universe is what you're going to get. And that is exactly what you did. Exactly. Like you put it out there and you were like, this is what I want and I'm not settling for less. Exactly. I mean, when we talk about manifesting, you have to think about it. It's almost like an obsession, yes. a healthy obsession. Yeah, when you healthy, think about yeah. it, you that, and there's no room for failure. Nothing. Like even something as simple as today, Jackie, you and I went out and got a coffee, and we thought, okay, well we're we're nervous because we're going to be having to parallel park, and I'm awful at it. And so I think we stopped recording. Oh really? Yeah, but I don't know when. Oh, thirty minutes, thirty-seven seconds. Hold on, I don't. No, why though? Hold on. Oh, there we go. Okay, we're back. I'm sorry, guys. I had a little bit of technical difficulty for a second, and I thought we stopped recording. So whatever you just heard, let's just disregard it, because life. I know. <laughs> we, we didn't stop recording. It just looks like we stopped recording. 
So we okay. So we're oh, still boy. on. Okay. Oh yeah, we are. Oh, so um, they all know, and I'm sure you know, technology is not my strong suit. No, me neither. That's why I don't do this. Yeah, like I don't believe in editing stuff out because I I want my listeners to. One of the things that I learned a couple years ago, and it was like an eye opener for me, is. It doesn't have to be perfect. Now, I don't consider myself a perfectionist. Would you consider yourself a perfectionist? Yes. No, I'm okay. just kidding. I don't. No, <laughs> I no. am so perfect. Um, I am not like, I know that I'm Hot Mess Express on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I know I'm like running a mile a minute. But one of the best advices I got from a business coach that I had years ago, um, three to be exact, she was like, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be done and you have to put it out into the universe. Like, I'm sorry, if you're listening to this podcast and you think you're going to get perfect, like, ooh, you're listening to the wrong podcast. Right, like, right. we're going to move through that. So I do keep stuff like that in. I do keep Piper running around in. Like, when I squirrel brain, I'm like, it's okay. Like, um, because life is not perfect. Not um, at all. So yeah, technical difficulty. And now I've lost where we were going. I think, oh no, I was just saying manifestation. How we were manifestation. Yes. And I was saying how when we went to go get a coffee today, we were both nervous because yes. you're like, it's a busy place. I don't, you can drive. And we can't want to parallel park. park. And then we, we both were saying, okay, we're going to see it's an gonna open space. It's going to be fine. And then showing up, there's a whole row yeah. of open spaces. Yeah. So I think I'd like to think our yeah. manifestation did that. <laughs> I, I think so too. And I think sometimes you just have to believe things are going to work out. And you know what? There's going to be roadblocks. There's going to be people that are going to say no, but you need to just be stronger and be like, you know what? I believe that this is going to be fine. And um, because Tiffany and I have known each other for a long time, you can attest to the fact that, you know, three or four years ago, I was the glass half empty. Like, absolutely. oh my God. Like, I remember calling her on a regular basis. I would be crying about things. I was anxious as fuck. And I would just be like, nothing ever goes my way. Life sucks. This isn't good. And you just kept telling me, like, that's not the attitude you can have. And I never understood it until I, like you said, you do the work. You have to do the work. You have to figure out why you feel this way. And then you just, you have to get in there. Yeah. Like, you have to get in there. And that's what I do with my clients. Like, most people come to me because they're like, how did you stop being anxious? Number one question I get, how did you stop being anxious? You know what it starts with? The decision to stop and then exploring, okay, what is making me anxious and crazy? And you watch that transformation and you were so helpful because I had just seen you like grow this amazing business and you were just so confident. Like for a long time, I didn't think you ever had any fear of anything. I mean, I know that obviously everybody does, but I always admired the fact that you were just confident enough to be like, yep, I'm going to go for it. And if I fail, we're going to learn and just go forward. And I wanted to be like that. Like I wanted to be like that. Like I'm okay with failure. I'm not going to lie. I'm okay. All right. Let me scratch that for a second. I'm not necessarily okay with it, but I think I handle a little bit better where I'm like, okay, there are no failures. There are learning experiences, but that is definitely something that, you know, I've watched you grow as a person and then you've watched me. And I think it's been a really beautiful journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, there's certain you always say people enter in your life for yes, certain reasons, absolutely. season, lesson, whatever it may yeah. be. But, you know, you, you have to really 
It starts with healing. It does start with healing. So, yeah, like again, when we say live your true authentic self, it's that realistic healing. Like we all have issues, guys. Yeah, so but if, you have to work through your shit. Yeah, you have, you to, have walk, to work, work through, through it. it. Yep. Like absolutely. whether it be a life coach, whether it be, be seeing a spirit medium, whether it be going to a therapist, like whatever it looks like for you. You gotta go out and do it because you're always gonna feel that anxious pit in your stomach or that like how many times have you said like, Oh, I just feel stuck or I'm in a rut. Oh, right. I'm in a rut makes me so sad. You know what my go to for I'm in a rut is? Go get out of your comfort zone and do something. Right. Like do something that like is just gonna like break you out of that. And then yep. like that's like the quickest way I know how to get out of a rut. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, oh my God, this conversation has been amazing. I know, I feel like we can keep talking I know, talking. we could probably talk for like hours, yeah. but you guys, I'm going to link all the amazing places that you can find her. Follow her, check her out. Tiffany, if they're not in this area, you do readings over the phone, is yeah, that right? Yeah, I do readings over okay. the phone. Um, my next event in this area is happening um, March 5th at my shop at 200 awesome. Elm Street in Bridgewater, which yes. they can get tickets through Eventbrite. And her, your, your events are so amazing. Like I always learn something when I go there and she has this wonderful calming voice when she does meditation. I feel like <laughs> when I do a guided meditation with some of my clients, I'm like, Oh God, obnoxious Italian is coming out <laughs> and you have like that calm voice. But you guys, Tiffany is amazing at what she does. She's the real deal. If you're curious, you know, go in there. If you have questions, I'm sure if you slide into her DMs, she'll uh, <laughs> give you some fun information, point you in the right direction. But thank you so much for thank coming you on the so podcast. Much. Oh my gosh, I had so much fun today. I appreciate it, you guys. I hope you love this episode. If you do, as always, like, leave a review, share it with your friends. And until next time, stay fearless. Hey, fearless friends. Thank you so much for listening. It means the absolute world to me. If you're looking for some more confidence connection, head over to JackieMRobbins.com and sign up to get some weekly tips. Stay fearless.